0: Hi everyone, my name's Billy. Um, you might remember me from previous Cross Yoss podcast episodes, such as episode 48, uh, a bunch of roundtables, I did another yearly follow-up, and some other stuff. Uh, I think I even talked about my move at one point with Sierra and Giselle. Uh, fun stuff. Um, well, you know, you might get to know me a bit more uh, now that I'm doing this for Giselle or myself, I don't know, we'll see. Um you know I'm I'm currently 35 living around LA but we can talk more about me at another time because this episode's not really about me. Um we're really I'm really just trying to get back in the groove of this because I feel like this is such a great resource for people to help them, you know, just like break out of their shell and 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 maybe get to know themselves a bit more you know there's there's something very powerful about verbalizing your story or, or even your thoughts or just things that you've left in your head for several several years or you know even a lifetime and for that to go away i think would be such a travesty and and you know it really i think it would break my heart and i don't want that to happen so you know here i am um, so anyway, today we have, uh, we have my first guest, uh, her name's Jessie. She was brave enough to talk to me and probably talked to me more than I could talk to her, but that's cool. That's, you know, she had a lot to say. I totally get that. You know, that, that's kind of what happens when you have years and years of pent up story and emotions and and just, you know, yourself that you need to let out. There's something very powerful about that. And, and I really would love for you guys, or girls, or whoever, y'all, to be able to do that and express yourself. Before we get started with today's interview, I just I want to show my deepest gratitude towards Giselle and Sierra and everybody else that I've met or interacted with along the way, you know, without me reaching out to Giselle two years ago, I don't know where I would be right now. I would probably be in a much darker, deeper place than I am now, and I really... I can't thank Giselle enough for everything she's done. Whether or not she knows or realizes it, I'm sure she she has to know, she has to realize, because everyone freaking tells her this. Everyone that I know that meets her or talks to her is like, oh, thank you so much, thank you so much. She's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. But bitch, come on. Just fucking listen to us. Thank you. We really do appreciate everything. That you've done even if it's just listening to us or asking us stupid questions or or chatting with us here and there you know I, I i cannot thank you enough and and the next time i see you i'm gonna give you the biggest freaking hug you know if not for me you know at least for some of the other guests maybe um, well anyway here's the interview Hi, welcome to uh, an extension of the Cross Yas pod- podcast. Uh, my name's Billy. I've been on the Cross Yas podcast several times under the name of Megan. Maybe under Billy at the end. I don't know. Probably not. But either way, I'm here now as Billy. That's my name. You can call me that. Um, I have my first guest of this show. His uh, name's Jesse. Uh, if she would like to introduce herself, that'd be awesome.
1: Hello. Um, uh, my name's Jesse. Uh, I've been a long time listener to the podcast and I can confirm you were called Billy by the end of it. See, I knew I was right. So, um, yeah, I've been a long time listener. Uh, I have been going through this journey for about a year now. Uh, February 12th is Jesse's birthday, uh, Uh, more specifically. So, what happened around that time last year? Um, We've been in quarantine now for two years, but that really wasn't it. It, There was a little bit of self-discovery and a little bit of um, understanding of, you know, just trying to get through all this. I believe everybody's been doing that to a certain extent. Um, But what, for me, happened was... Of all things, it was a work training video. Um, oh. We were doing they were they were doing uh, work training for um, gender and sexuality equality, mm-hmm. and it was just a silly little recorded presentation that had been given. Um, but there was a, but for some reason it stirred something up inside me, and. I started to find myself asking questions that I hadn't asked in a very long time and were questions that I had put aside for a very long time. Um, uh, I'm uh, 40-something. I'm uh, happily married, and all this made me very nervous. Uh, So uh, I went... I tried to, like, push it down again for a couple of, a couple of, it was about a week, um, but it was not going down. If you've ever had that situation of you just need to tell somebody something, it was very much like that, and it was all I could think about. And what was going through my mind was, um, I'm, I'm not comfortable in my male shell um and whether it was that recording whether it was the questions I had been started to be asked a really long time ago questions just started to come back like uh why is it that you know i'm more comfortable hanging out with women in the social gatherings than hanging out with the guys why don't i ever enjoy watching sports uh why am I more emotional or more empathetic than most men are? And um, these questions, but it wasn't just those questions also. It was also the, ever since a very young age, I was attracted to femininity. Um, uh, I have several sisters and uh, we used to play dress up with various scarves and Uh, pieces of clothing and things like that and um, I had times where I was putting on these outfits or clothes and some of them were uh, Project Runway where they uh, just pinned together or like maybe I was pinned a little bit into them, literally um, but had felt really happy in them. I'm rambling a lot. So, so long story short, um, I sat down with my wife and I told her, "Look, I'm I'm having a problem. Um, I'm I can't get these thoughts out of my head, and these thoughts are that I don't think I'm entirely masculine. I don't think that I'm entirely male, and um, and I said, I need to tell you something, and and." Uh, this this is sort of what's what's been going on, and this will really get to kind of like why I had not been asking these questions for a long time. Um, so she she sat down and she and we we were sitting downstairs and uh, on our sofa, and I told her a story that she'd already known. She was already there for part of it. I had. Back in college, I had hair much longer than I do now, but it was some very nice long hair. And it's down to about my shoulders right now, but it was down my back at the time. Um, And as I just mentioned, I was friends with a whole bunch of girls uh, at college, and uh, one of my friends had decided uh, we should try and take the most masculine-looking guy we can find and try and get them to pledge a sorority. And... uh, uh, my friend was, was the first person, was their first choice, and, they, and uh, he was like, no, I'm not doing that. And then I walked in unaware of what the conversation was, and the roommate said, oh, my God, Jesse would be perfect. And I uh, I looked at them, and I said, what are you talking about? And they laid out the plan. There's going to be a sorority meet and greet, and we want to try and get a guy to go in there. And I was really excited. Um Having said what I said before, I had dabbled in cross-dressing in my teenage years. I hadn't been doing it very actively at the time, but the idea of having an entire dorm floor of girls dress me up and do my makeup and all these things really appealed to me. Sounds
0: like a a movie or a TV show or something.
1: It does, and it's very much like one of those college, uh, you know, like, animal house almost kind of pranks where you're just going and having a little bit of fun doing something a little bit silly silly. and uh i I said sure let's do it and so um i I shaved my face clean it was i I, not that i ever was really able to grow facial hair that to any Like you didn't have a beard? No, I had no beard. I was. I I think I had like four whiskers that I occasionally just took an electric razor to. So I did the hat, and then I had an entire dorm floor of girls like offering up clothing. Okay, let's see. Okay, and by the end of that, I was wearing a turtle, a black turtleneck, a red plaid, uh, like pencil skirt, uh, black tights, and uh, some low heels, Um, and. My hair had been done up, my uh, makeup had been done up, and I was wearing my contacts. So, uh, um, the the true we had taken a couple of photos. This was back before cell phone cameras, so I have somewhere some old school photos of me dressed up like this. And um, a friend slash roommate saw that like a year later and said, "Oh, who's who's this? Your sister?" It's like, "Uh, yeah." She's cute. Uh, thanks. Here, can I have that back? And uh, <laughs> I was totally under the impression that I was going to walk up there. They were going to laugh at me at like the entrance table, and I would, you know, okay, the joke's over. Let's go. Uh, so we walk over to where this is. I have uh, my friend that hit and her roommate that both kind of latched me into this, coming with me, and. I get up to the table and they ask me for my name. And so I I told them uh, the fake name I came up with, which is the name I'm using today, Jesse. Jessica and uh, Jessica uh, Levine was the name I used. And they wrote that on a hello, my name is, and they stuck it on my fake boob, and they showed me the door. At which point I did a small freak out on the inside because this was a little bit further than I was expecting to go right away. And I went in and immediately felt somewhat uncomfortable um i felt like i was it was all in good fun and i didn't think that there was going to be anything major out of it but at the same time i didn't want to like you know go and to me i didn't feel like i was passing um Mm -hmm. i guess i was on some certain degree but i felt like i wasn't going to last through some heavier scrutiny and that made me very nervous so I didn't want to be clocked in this place. Uh, so after I got in there and immediately a couple people came over and started talking, cause we got there too early and there was nobody there. Oh, no. So now I'm latched into a conversation with, um, with two, two girls that are sorority sisters and they're asking questions and I have no voice. Like
0: oh, da, 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 da. I'm
1: doing the terrible, you know, guy trying to hide their voice. And, yeah, I don't even try. Yeah, and I wasn't, because I wasn't prepared to go this far. And after, as soon as I can break off the conversation I do, and I tell my friend, I'm like, I'm out of here, bye. And, like, the two of us leave. Um, my wife, I mentioned earlier that my wife knew about this story because after that, I walked over to my wife's dorm, uh, or wife's apartment. She had shared an mm-hmm. apartment with uh, three friends on campus. So I got to walk across campus, dressed all femme, enjoying it and i knocked on their door and the door opened and i said hi can i borrow a cup of sugar and her roommate said yeah sure hold on <gasps> and, and then her second roommate showed up and said what's going <gasps> and then my wife my future wife walked we weren't even dating at the time we were just friends she walked over and she goes who's at the door <gasps> and i like let myself in because obviously at that point they realized who i was Um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they talked to a couple other friends of ours and said, Oh my god, you gotta get over here. Jesse's in drag. Um But I was like, No, no, (laughs) keep it low. I'm not trying to advertise this all over town. I was um I told my wife what we were doing. Uh my uh my friend ran and got the bag that I had prepared with all like my guy clothes and I basically Changed back in their bathroom, um, and so my wife knew about this, and we had a good laugh because our college wasn't very heavy into Greek culture, and because of that, you know, everyone I associated with felt like the the sororities and fraternities were just a nuisance. Like, oh god, them again! They didn't have like the massive power that you would have seen in any kind of movie or anything like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I went home or back to my apartment, and was, you know, kind of on cloud nine because I got to dress up, I got to walk around on campus, I really enjoyed all the attention, and even, like, being able to get in was, like, a little more than I could expect. Um, The next day in one of my classes, the girl I had been talking to at the sorority uh, uh, meet-and-greet sat down next to me in one of my classes. Um, I guess I kind of stand out because there weren't that many guys with that long hair, even with it all done up and everything. And I probably should have said something at the time, like saying, like, because she seemed kind of upset and she had never sat down next to me or anything like that previously. And I Mm -hmm. probably should have said something. But I was scared. I was afraid of being clocked. And I didn't. She didn't say anything either. Uh my wife's like, and I didn't know that. And I was like, well, there's a little bit more. And the last part of it is um, that night I was going to bed a little bit early. My family was coming up to visit me at school the next day, and I wanted to make sure that I had a good night's sleep. So I was sharing an apartment, as I mentioned, with uh, a friend of mine and two other guys that I didn't really know. We were sort of squatting on this space because we knew that the other two were going to be Graduating and then we figured our last year we would be able to get all of our friends in there and have a really awesome apartment, which we ended up doing. It was really great. Um, So I told my roommates, yeah, I got my family coming tomorrow. I'm going to hit the head or and hit the hay and go to sleep. So I went and I laid down in my bed and my roommate did the same. We shut the lights off. It was kind of quiet, you know, starting to head off to sleep. And then uh, the room, to, the door to our room was kicked open, and oh, wow. about a dozen frat boys came in and pinned me down on my bed. Oh, and no. um, that girl said, that's him, that's the one. And at that point, I don't really remember everything that happened. I was slapped around, I was shaken, I was yelled at in my face, I was called slurs, I was... It was
0: incredibly painful. Um, I bet. I'm so sorry. It sounds terrible. It
1: was the thing that my I hadn't told anybody about. The only person that knew about that was my roommate. Who, after it had all ended, they didn't. They didn't draw any blood. Um, I think their purpose was just to scare me, but I never felt safe in my apartment again. I never felt safe in my bed again. I didn't feel safe on the campus again. Um, and my roommate, when they left, was like, what was that all about? And I was, I was crying. I was, you know, in kind of in hysterics. I was like, I don't know. I have no idea. And I'm sure he felt uncomfortable about that either. Um I didn't tell anybody about that for twenty years.
0: I just that's, that's, oof, that's gotta heart It's gotta be hard. It's gotta eat up your insides real bad. It 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 did. It was sort of a aspect to
1: myself that I just sort of locked away, and was like, "That's something I'm not doing again. I can't do that again because it's not safe. Just to protect yourself, yeah." Yeah, just to protect myself. And f- what had started as something that I had had been a very enjoyable experience, um, not just... Um, I mean, it, I, it was a confusing, enjoyable experience. It was a... I'm enjoying this a whole lot, but I'm still very much attracted to women. I'm very much... Um, you know, I'm 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 very much attracted to women. I don't want to present femme all the time. I don't want to, um, you know. Even back then, there was very little other than like Sally Jesse or um, the others like Maury and When uh, when was back then? Back then was in the uh, late '90s. So
0: okay. So Jerry Springer, talk, or Maury prime Time, Primetime, yeah. primetime talk show time. Yeah, so, and
1: well, growing up, I'd seen people that were, you know, cross-dressers, drag
0: queens,
1: um, on those same programs. But it wasn't like I associated myself as one of them. I just would watch and with fascination. Um, my, uh... So I didn't do it for 20 years, um... And but watching that silly video, it was like, you know how sometimes life tries to send you signals, or at least if if it can feel weirdly like life is trying to send you signals. Um, That's sort of how I felt, because I was starting to see things and maybe it was because I was looking or maybe I was more attuned to it. I was starting to see things about like, yeah, uh, one post I remember was on I can't remember if it was Reddit or Imgur, and it was somebody that said, "Yeah, I'm a uh, very masculine guy. I'm uh, a very talented doctor. I'm going to the hospital and working twenty-hour shifts because of the pandemic, and I'm uh, I come home at night and I put on a pair of women's panties and Barbara and I, you know, go, go to bed that way." And the top comment, which had like a hundreds of positive upvotes for it, was, Hey, it's twenty twenty. It doesn't matter, do what you do or do what makes you happy. And that was just like another thing, and it just all these little things piled up and I told my wife and she said, Okay, um Uh do you think you're gay? And I said, No, I I don't think so. I'm and she's like, So what are you saying? I was like, I think I, I want to try wearing women's clothing more. And she asked me some questions like, Are you gonna do you want to like leave the house? Do you want to be a drag queen? Um, more exploratory, not like accusing or anything like that. And I said, No, I, I'm I think I want to just keep it private. I just want to try and learn or just try this one thing out. Uh, she said, So go and order some stuff. So I did. Um and I ordered a skirt, and I ordered a simple top and uh, some fishnets. Uh, I don't know if you know, it, or if you saw something similar with yourself, but I always feel like when somebody like us starts this, we start off in the teenage years again. Like, get me the shortest skirt you can and the uh, lowest cut top. And
0: No, of course. It, I mean, it's like, I you, want the super you, fun you, stuff. It's <laughs> like you reach for, like, hyper-femininity Mm-hmm. Type stuff, yeah,
1: yeah. And so it was sort of like that for me. And um, I got it. I got the package because uh, Amazon. Thank you. I don't have to go into a store. That's
0: fantastic. Um, what when you bought it? Was it like buy this? It's often bought with this and this and this. Yes. And you say yes. I want all of it.
1: <laughs> yes. It was almost the that exact thing. It was like, oh, this is. It. It was kind of funny because. Um part of the uniform. Um, yeah, there was very much a there's a couple of things that I was looking at because I wasn't exactly sure what to get. And I would I was trying to make sure the sizes were correct and for that as well. And I'd check customer images and stuff, and every now and again I'd be like, that's a guy, or that review has literally just said it's a guy and he's wearing that, and it's and I'm like is Amazon sending me down this path because it knows, like, oh, if they come and they look for a plaid skirt, uh, a plaid schoolgirl skirt and fishnets, they're like. <laughs>
0: it's like, it's Halloween or. Yeah, it's Halloween. A crossdresser, a trans, or. Or it's a crossdresser slash trans some, person somewhere. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and so I, I ordered it and uh, like I said, I had a skirt and a little cut top and I put on the top first and I was kind of like eh, I'm not sure. And then I put on the skirt and like caught a look of myself in my mirror and I was like, oh my god. I I look I look kind of nice. And I did like a little twirl because it's required and uh, mm-hmm. from the... And that was my first experience with cross-dressing in 20 years. Um, my... My wife has been very supportive through the entire process. Um, In fact,
0: I've been very lucky.
1: Yeah, I've been very lucky. I've had, um, I'm still trying to figure out exactly where I am on the whole spectrum. Um, At present, I don't think I'm trans. Uh, I'm leaning more, I'm definitely somewhere in like the genderqueer umbrella, Um, but I'm but two on the Kinsey scale, so I'm very, I'm almost, I'm very, I'm very attracted to women and uh, femininity. Um, I'm, uh, I am not as attracted to men. It's funny because I'll be looking at like cross dressers for styling tips and things like that. And there's a, there's definitely like a a point where either the makeup or the outfit switch over from being like, oh that, oh they're really cute to oh, they're a guy and that's not really working for me anymore. But um, there's so many people out there that have been helpful. I've been very, I've been working a lot. or not working. <laughs> I've been participating a lot in Reddit and on the Cross Yes Discord.
0: Um, and I'm just so happy that we have that forum to talk. Yes, that's still very much alive and active. So um, if you're listening, join it. Like, why are you waiting? Yeah, you
1: definitely do that. I was super nervous about doing it. I'm, and I'm so
0: glad that at, I did. Everyone there is so supportive. And look at you now. Yeah. You're doing... You're on this. <laughs> first episode of whatever this is.
1: Yeah, whatever we're going to call this. Insert name. Yes.
0: Uh, I'll just overdub it later. No, I won't.
1: Yeah, we'll, ju- we'll, we'll, we'll fix that in post. I'm still I'm still voting for bitching with Billy.
0: <laughs> that that could be the tentative name. I'm okay with okay. that. Okay, we'll go with that. I I've lots I have lots to bitch about, but I don't know if I want to get to the bitching right. That right doesn't this mean It doesn't mean you're the one bitching. It just means we're 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 chatting. <laughs> okay, I could deal with that. Yeah, but I might bitch about something.
1: Yeah, that's I tend fine. to do that. Uh, we, uh, we have we have a. Yeah, I've been very lucky so far. I've um, my wife has been very supportive, um, including when a whole bunch more purchases were made. Uh, she she just sat me down and said, "Okay, we, I just need you to slow down a little bit because you're and maybe <laughs> like we too should much too fast. To things." Yeah, too much too fast. All all the clothing and all at once. Um,
0: you're making up for yeah. lost
1: time. It was, and that's what she said. It's like you, this is a part of your personality that you weren't able to express for twenty years, and or who knows where you even. would be now. Yeah, I, 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 it really comes earlier too. There's stories and things that I remember from like my childhood, um, like when I was, gosh, like three, four, five, somewhere around there, and I was scribbling with markers, and I was scribbling with a pink Crayola marker. And my mom came over and said, uh, "Oh, what are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm just, I'm just uh, coloring this picture. I really like pink. Pink, I think, is my favorite color." And she's like, "Oh, you can't have pink as your favorite color. That's for girls." So, what about red? Red's a nice color. So, I mean, but there's, so there's all these things that I don't know about myself, and I'm asking all those questions now. Um, yeah.
0: Uh, do you see? I don't know if this is too personal, but I'll ask it anyway. Do you see a therapist mm-hmm. or anything? Uh,
1: I have been seeing a therapist. Um, I have depression and anxiety, and uh, I'm on medication for that, and it helps. But I also am talking to, had been talking to a therapist. Um, I told him about this and came out to him about it, um, and he's been very supportive and helping me work through this. Did you so, have a?
0: Did you have a hard time doing that to your therapist, like coming out to your therapist?
1: I'd had a long. um, I think if it was a new therapist, there's. I've seen several therapists over the years um, because depression's just been something that runs in my family and something I've had to deal with for a long period of time. Um, uh, I never talked to any of them about any of these things previously because you sort of fall into a pattern where it's like. You get to know each other in the first session you kind of go okay here's where I think my biggest problem is and then you just start going down certain paths and treatments and mm-hmm. things um it's
0: like let me just leave out this one very yeah you don't need to know about and, this giant thing you know, you don't know about yeah I, 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 mm-hmm. that's how it was with my that's how it was with my therapist when I came out to her because mm-hmm. shoot I even did like um it was like a support group type thing with her. And mm-hmm. what did I go for, for like being depressed and like self-esteem and all this stuff. And I never once mentioned any of this until after. And we're like, Oh yeah, that's probably why. It, yeah. It, it isn't, but that was it isn't so hard for me to do that. It took me like, I had to build up. It took me like three sessions. I was seeing her like every week it took me like three sessions before I finally built up the courage to like say something.
1: I, I had been seeing my therapist for a couple years um, by that point. So it wasn't like it was a new relationship. If it was a new therapist, I probably would be much more nervous um, unless they were a specialist. And there's some really good specialists out there. Um, there's also lots of programs to get you help. If you're hearing this and you aren't sure, there are a ton of resources. Um, uh, many of the Reddit communities can point you towards them if you're looking for where to start or needing help um but so i had a relationship already with this therapist and so talking with him was not coming up with it was probably as easy as telling you and you're now like the fifth person or so um i don't want to be ashamed of what i did because i feel it was a good college prank and I'm very proud of doing the college prank, and everybody that knew about the first half of that story always thought
0: that I was badass and awesome for doing it. I think um, it's super cool. Yeah, and I want to definitely come back to that later.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: we're gonna we're uh, gonna pitch that into a movie. So think <laughs> think if you're uh, think if you want to play yourself.
1: Uh, no, no pressure, I don't. No I pressure. Think... <laughs> Uh, no, I think I'll, I'll I'll go for somebody else. Uh, 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 I'm terrible with the modern day actors, but maybe the guy that plays
0: Spider-Man these days. I could maybe be, be any time. I don't care. But yeah, dream, dream, um, dream team. Yeah. Uh,
1: but yeah, we're. Um, yeah, I had a lot of friends in college that knew not a lot, but like my close friends knew what I had done. Um, And I know that I had a reputation beyond my school for having done it um, because sororities and fraternities having their grudges against each other. Apparently I angered the right group and another group was like, Oh, you know that guy, if he wants in, he's in, but I'm not into Greek culture or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So one of my friends, a very good friend of mine uh, still, Uh, Was a friend that I had made in college there, and um, he knew he was that friend that he was he was my friend that had been the original one that they proposed the idea to, and he was like, "No, I'm not doing that." Um, So I told him about the second part. Um, He was the second person, second. I think I told him before my therapist. Maybe, maybe he might have been the third. But um, to this day, he's since telling him that. About a a little over a year ago, Um, he has said multiple times that he, if he had been there, if he had been the person sharing the room with me, he would have, there would have been blood drawn. He would have been in the middle of that group. Um, It's weird because it's so far along, so far away that I don't think about it as much. Like, obviously, what they did was horribly wrong. I'm not going to justify that, but I'm at the same time not letting it the damage is done and I'm not going to let them dominate the rest of my life and how I wish to express myself and what I wish to do post that. So, um, so for the past year, I've been doing various things. I got my first many petty, uh, with color. Uh, Ooh, those
0: are fun. I'm, I have yet to get a Manny.
1: Oh, it's so much
0: fun. Love to. You have to,
1: I, uh, I think I confused them when I first went in there the first time because they asked like several times, with color? You want color? Yes. <laughs> um, but it was very enjoyable. Um, I've also learned that that place at least was a little too harsh with the uh, Dremel-like filing tool. So I've been doing it myself since then. So now I, I regularly keep my nails painted. Right now I'm... Uh, this is garnet from Sally Hansen's InstaDry collection. Uh,
0: what do you usually yeah. go for? Like dark colors?
1: Uh, I've been favoring a lot of dark reds lately. Uh, some pinks, some light blues. Um, that tends to be... I could show you my entire Neil Polish collection. I was one of those... I really need to stop doing this because I have way too many colors now.
0: Um, I know you look. You look at your collection. And you're like, oh, okay, that's about a thousand dollars. I don't think it's that much, but it's not. It's not
1: insignificant either. Um, and it was. It was the sort of thing where it's like, yeah, there's definitely a few in here that I'm going to need to get rid of. In fact, there was one that I did was a green color i got for christmas and i put it on my nails and it was just a terrible formula and i just was like oh you've ruined my entire manicure and i gotta throw you out right now because you're so terrible and it's just like oh wasted money terrible
0: (laughs) i hate when you get those those bad ones
1: yeah um so nail polish is what i've been doing a lot of um i also have been uh, playing around a little bit with eyeliner. I've been growing out my hair. I actually started that a little bit before I came out to my wife because I decided, well, it's going to probably be another year before we're back in the office. This is the best chance
0: I got for growing it back. And so, how, how long have you been growing? All right, so yeah. when was your last haircut? I guess, uh,
1: I believe it was about December 2020. Um, okay, so. Uh, like I said in college I had hair down down past my shoulder blades um, and uh, for uh, work reasons, specifically job hunting reasons, I decided that I, I had <laughs> I had my left ear pierced as was the fashion back in the day and I had long hair and, I decided to take out the earring and get my hair chopped for job hunting so that I would be more marketable. Um, I went to my hairstylist who'd been styling my hair since I was like eighth grade. And she's like, oh, your hair is looking great. What are we going to do with it today? I was like, we're taking it all off. She's like, are you sure?
0: No. And I was like, yeah,
1: I am. I'm not exactly happy about it, but I'm going to... Um, Biggest mistake I ever made. If anybody listening to this is in a similar position, you can get a job with long hair. Keep the hair if you like it. Because I went back to my car and cried because I didn't recognize myself anymore. And it was, it was a mistake. And I ended up getting a job in a conservative company so the earring didn't come back and the hair didn't come back because I had it would have taken forever to grow it out. And so until last year I kept the earring and the hair I kept the earring out and the hair short um but now I'm down to about chin levels it's about shoulder length I'm happy with it
0: I've got about is a little bit longer than six, that mine is I've got about yep. six months six months on you yeah um, i'll be
1: I'll be there soon I'll get there
0: yeah my my job their their dress code is like specifically for like my position is not mm-hmm. great. I, you know. Cause outwardly facing whatever. Uh, it was like my third week that I worked there. It's like a week after my, I was learning my mom died and uh, I had been like slick. I just like slick my hair back at work. Cause I'm mm-hmm. not out. I'm not out there. Mm-hmm. And my manager, I'm like doing some training on the computer and he's like, Hey, um, can we talk to you for a minute in the, the conference room? And uh-uh. I'm like, um, okay, sure. And he's like, oh, it's nothing bad. It's nothing bad. I promise. It's nothing bad. <laughs> and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's just something nothing bad. nothing more just, stressful than that. <laughs> you could just, like, tell me here if it's something bad. Because <laughs> I don't know any of these people. I don't care about any of these people. <laughs> but anyway, we, I'm like, okay, whatever. So we go in the conference room. And, and he's like, so I've had a complaint about your hair. Hmm. It's too long, and it's a dress code, and you're going to need to get it cut by next week. Oh, no, don't. <laughs> and, like, immediately, I'm, like, starting to stress out. I'm starting to get kind of fidgety, yeah. and I'm like, well, I mean, like, can I just wear a hat? Mm-hmm. If you're, like, other techs wear hats, like, what? why can't I just do that? He's like, no, no, you can't just wear a hat. That's not good enough, and... Uh. You know, the next week I was going back to Texas for my mom's funeral stuff. It's like, I don't have money for this. I don't have money for a One, yeah. I don't want to get a haircut. Like, that's so, like, against everything that I want to do for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't have the money for it. I only had, like, one check from that job so far for, like, three days. Mm-hmm. Financially that's... not very smart. Yeah. Um, and, like, immediately I started looking for another job. Not that mm-hmm. it panned out. Still hasn't panned out. If anyone yeah. wants to hire me... um Hit me up. Um, yeah, like I immediately started looking for another job. So like, I was like, I can't deal with this. Fuck this. Not doing it. And then the next day, he's like, Oh, yeah. So I talked to HR, and apparently someone's going through this in, in Phoenix. And yeah, just keep your hair back and tied tie up, tie up or whatever. That's how he talks, by the way.
1: Yeah. I had, uh, when I grew out my hair the first time, I was working at a supermarket. I was a cashier. Um, and the style back then was, it was at, it was the post-80s giant puffs. And it was the long, the longer, straighter, you know, get you the flat iron out. Um, and I was, my manager would constantly tell me, you gotta put your hair up. but I was like, I can't. Like, it's just, my hair's thick. It doesn't like going into a ponytail. It needs a lot of it to do it and stay there. Otherwise, it just flops down to the side of my face. So I have this really silly and sad, like, samurai haircut. Um, and I, she bo- she bothered me about it until it got long enough that I was able to put it up. And then and a whole bunch of bobby pins keep it up. But then our it was a supermarket that, ironically, was unionized. And the union head said, hey, I'm going to raise this to the union because they aren't making the girls put up their hair. And they're asking you to do that. So nothing ever came of it. And I was like, look, I don't really care. I wanted to wear it in a ponytail anyway. It just wasn't getting there. But I always thought that that was funny that for men with long hair, you have to wear it in a ponytail or the man bun nowadays or else it's not clean, not nice. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Yeah, there's a female tech that I work with and her hair is out and free and no no shade to her but i think my hair is nicer so kind of messed up
1: yeah it's it's a double standard for men versus women with the with hair length and so it just
0: um
1: i had when i went uh i actually our our office has been remote for the entire pandemic um but there has been a couple of meetings that I went to, and I went back in the office, and uh, ironically, all the people that said get a haircut hippie were the ones that were bald. And so I just oh. started. I, I they're just hair? jealous. Yeah. That's I, all that is. They're just I, jealous of your hair. I took out a brush and just started brushing my hair. I was like, oh, you're just jealous. And they're like, a couple of them had even fessed up. They're like, yeah, I am.
0: <laughs> See? Yeah, yeah. You got to do a hair flip when you walk yeah. out. But like, I can't yeah. do it. Yeah, my hair doesn't. My hair's too like oh, whatever to flip. Because I I don't
1: just, know why it's doing here, but it's here. So I just pulled out the travel brush and just oh, you're just jealous. And but uh, it's a lot of people. Most people haven't been giving me trouble. A few have asked a couple times about my nails, and my response is, I paint them because I like it and they're like okay um it's good enough reason yeah there's there's been a couple people that said oh you're gonna gonna paint your toes next i was like i didn't know you were into feet there's nothing wrong with that Uh, i'm not but what do you
0: what do you mean next yeah this was the progression
1: (laughs) you make it seem like that wasn't on on the on the table but yeah uh For my birthday last year, I got my ear pierced, um, my right ear, and my left ear turned out to be open still. So I've got earrings now. Um, Jealous? Yeah, I know. I want. I'm so jealous. Oh my gosh. I I did check with my HR before about certain aspects of my dressing. I do not have a customer-facing role, um, but uh, I did. Make sure for like dress code and things like that, Um, specifically like the nail polish. And it was like, look, I know I'm going to be on video calls with externally facing. Um, I wanted to just make sure if there was a policy that I was following policy and was aware of what it was. If they come back and said like, well, the policy is you cannot do it, period. I've been like, (laughs) all right, fine. You're just not going to see my hands on the video anymore. Um, And when I go into the office, I'll just wear a clear coat or something. But uh, they said, nope, there's no policy against it, so do what you want to do. Why
0: why are you wearing gloves in the middle of July?
1: My hands are cold.
0: I had a snow cone. My hands are (laughs) freezing.
1: (laughs) I'm moisturizing. (laughs) Yeah, so there's... um, I'm lucky in that uh, I'm in the software industry, so it's not very customer-facing to begin with, and it's also a really tight marketplace, so... uh, a lot of the dress code rules have been out thrown out the window, and for years, decades. Um, so starting
0: it now would not make sense. But I do now. It seems I, like the worst time to do it. Yeah, I, it, even worse than before. It's
1: not. It's not. It, it is definitely a um, uh, employees market right now. Companies are very much having to struggle to find the people. So keep looking, Billy. You'll find. You'll find. You'll find a good place to land.
0: Sure, hope so. Like no one wants to respond to me.
1: It, it's it's tricky. You have to. It's looking for a job as a job
0: itself. I know, and then like every time, I hate I hate, hate going through job ads. I hate it. Mm. And then like just reading every job, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I don't want to do that. Ugh. That sounds worse than the last. Ugh. Are you
1: on anything like uh LinkedIn or anything like that?
0: Uh maybe in a past life. <laughs> Fair. I
1: That that was that's one of my tricks. I can tell it tell you my tricks offline for job hunting and stuff
0: uh like i'm so out of it because i mean i worked at the same place for like 15 years mm-hmm. and then that job i kind of just got through my dad mm-hmm. and at the time you know it was a good job or field for me because mm-hmm. i was running away from myself you know mm-hmm. yeah. But i've grown past that and it's just such um it's just so tied to my old identity i just i need to get away from it
1: it's for for me. It was very similar. The reason why I cut my hair was and feeling sense of being an imposter, of being not exactly. Oh my god! I pulled the wig, the wool down over this company's eyes. They don't realize I'm, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, even though I do. Um. Uh, but yeah, I I understand. It's. But you have experience, and you can you can do something with yourself. So we'll talk offline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: get there. That place. Yeah, it's the worst. I didn't. I didn't think it was possible to be worse than the other place. But somehow, it's fucking possible. <sighs> Maybe it's. Uh, it could be a lot of it to me like, my mentality, you know, where I'm at now. It that, there's a lot of people that work there, they're just, like, blissfully happy with how bad it is, or just, I don't know, like, it's just, it's not me.
1: It, I think a lot of people are okay with uncomfortable or, you know, oh, this is just the job, I just show up for 9 to 5 and that's it. It's easier if it's just, like, a 9 to 5. But there's, there's... It can be better. Um, it's just that you get comfortable, and when you start getting comfortable, you you stop asking questions. You just put up with stuff, and they take a little bit of your freedom
0: away with that. Um, yeah, no, and i've I've started asking. I've started asking questions, mm-hmm. which has been very disruptive at work. We had a um, we had a meeting Friday morning, and our team is pretty new. Mm-hmm. And the managers were like, yeah, we have a, we have like a real good team now. Like all the new people and started listening, like every new person except me. And all these same people, all these new people constantly call me asking me questions. How do I do this? Hey, I, I'm trying to do this thing. This thing's not working. And, you know, off the top of my head, like what, forget whatever I'm doing. I stop whatever I'm doing and I will help them the best that I can, which is better than anything anybody that I've called and asked questions for because they're always just like oh you need to call someone else ask someone else ask this person ask that person it's like (laughs) you should know this fucking answer
1: I don't know maybe they don't see you as a rookie
0: yeah maybe the uppers uppers do yeah I don't know I'm tired of it so like over I'm,
1: I'm at that point in my career where it's, do I want to keep coasting in this position or do I want to kick my butt to go up into a, a, into a higher position and more management stuff and further away from the thing that made me like getting into this field? And I don't know. And it's hard to answer that. Um, mm-hmm. That... And trying to answer that while trying to figure out yourself is very is is even harder it's like adding layers of complexity on top of things.
0: I 100% agree <laughs> because that is exactly what I'm dealing with. Mhm. You also moved so you have like and all I, kinds moved. Of new things. I moved to a place where it's way more expensive. Mhm. So I have that financial burden. Ugh. It's a lot. It's a lot to deal with.
1: It's, it's, it's a lot to deal with, but at the same time, you can, you have to just keep, you, you build slowly over time in the experience and finding a better job and getting more secure in where you live. It's, it's a slow, it's a slow process. And it's similar to what I've been going through in the last year with, with my dressing. Um, I'm very fortunate. I haven't come out to everybody. Like uh, my parents don't know. Um, I have a son. I haven't told him yet. Um, I've only How old told is your one. son?
0: Uh, 12 years old. What's stopping you from telling your son?
1: That's a really good, deep question. Um, The the stereotypical, I don't want to, you know, uh, here's this perfect little kid and I don't want to break him. Um, Why do I you know think- that that's statistically wrong in the The reports say that that's not going to happen.
0: Why do you think that would break him?
1: That I would be embarrassing, especially as he is going through the middle and high school years of a dad that is questioning their gender and their sexuality. Um, I don't want To to be,
0: to be fair. I don't think, uh, I don't think anybody really cares about their parents around that age. (laughs) So I think their parents are an embarrassment regardless of what they're going through.
1: We're just getting to the beginning of the parents are an embarrassment phase. He's a really good social network. He's got a really good group of friends, but he's... I don't want to... As, As the father and as the male role model, I'm afraid... That's where I'm afraid that I'm going to in influence him or confuse him. And Are
0: you afraid you're going to lose him?
1: I don't think I would lose him. He's we've had recently some opportunities to discuss gender. Um, there's some great programs out there on Netflix. Uh, there was he's a huge fan of uh, the baking show. Nailed it. And they had a team competition where they had two drag queens on the same team. And that was the first time he'd seen a drag queen. And I was like, I got to ask him, so what do you think of the, what do you think of these two people? And he goes, Oh, they're, they're cute. And I'm like, uh, what do you think of their style? And he's like, well, it's a little over the top. (laughs) They have the giant, like the giant hair and the giant dresses and giant nails, giant heels, you know, everything that drag queens do to like the top level. And, uh, I told him those are two guys, and he was like, "What?" And I explained to him what a drag queen and a drag king is, and he had a lot of questions around that. You should—that would have been
0: um, a perfect time to bring up your um, your college story.
1: Yeah, except that's something I—that's one of those things where you need to like show them like a here's here's a uh, similar like i don't know i you're right maybe you're right maybe that would have been perfect um you should watch be... um
0: you should watch sorority boys be like oh yeah i did oh that oh my god i forgot about that and you, you <laughs> could pull the picture of like oh yeah see there's me yeah, just do it right. like nonchalant like no big deal
1: yeah i did that too it's all part of growing up and
0: being <laughs> yeah it's I... totally a cishet normal thing to do
1: yeah uh, shout out to Egg uh, in Real Life on Reddit. Uh, still cis though. Um, yeah, I haven't... So I've... I know I'm, I think that's going to be one of the, the challenges. So this year I have a couple challenges. The the first of which is going to be uh, makeup. Today's the first time I've put on a full face. Um, my wife says I'm showing a... A little bit of a 60s style, so I'm going to need to modernize my looks a little bit. But other than that, it's a fir- it was a first uh, attempt at that. What would that. she change? What would she change? What would I change? I think the glasses are... I like a cat eye, but I think I might need something a little bit more in modern styling. Um, these are from Zenny Optical. Thank you, Billy, for
0: the recommendation. They were fantastic. They don't sponsor me yet, so don't mention <laughs> their name.
1: We'll have to see if we can get their sponsorship for the podcast.
0: Um, no, Pharrell, get the glasses there. They're good.
1: And um, I want to do better with cat eye, fox eyes. Um, doing, I did concealer and uh, foundation today, and I think that worked out mostly. But I think I, looking in the camera right now, I think like just it's a good starting point, but I need more time and just more time to mess it up.
0: Do you use any special products? Any special makeups?
1: Uh, Any special products? Uh, I could talk nail polish all day. Uh, I like the Sally Hansen uh, uh, Quick dries. The Insta Dries? Yeah, the Insta Dries. The Quick Dries are really good with um, the S E Gel Coat. Uh, I forget exactly what it is. Gel Effect. Gel Effect Top Coat. Because it's a quick dry and it, it makes them real nice and shiny. Uh, makeup wise, uh, I'm just using uh, Maybelline mascara for the most part when I want to like pump up my eyelashes. My wife has always said that my eyelashes have been fantastic, and women would kill for them. Uh, since we were dating, yeah, where it's like, why do you have the nicest eyelashes? And my sisters have said, like, why do you have the nicest hair? Um, because I didn't burn it out with. Color treatments when I was in my teens, like most girls do, I guess. Um, I got lucky there. Other areas I didn't get as lucky, so that's okay though. Um, mostly playing around with accessories and jewelry, and trying to find like my color palette. I, one thing I want to try and do, and I haven't had worked up the courage yet, is to. Uh, Either book time at Sephora or at a other, like a with a beautician, and just get a routine. Uh, I haven't done that
0: yet. Have you done that? Or no, that sounds scary to me.
1: It does sound scary, doesn't it?
0: Sounds terrifying. Um, I would do it though. I think if if um, I think if given the opportunity, I would do it. I, It'd be scary though, but I would do it.
1: it I'd do it. I'd be scared, but I'd do it. Um, But I've already told. Like, what makes it scary is it's very much like a a woman. It comes across as being like a very women's place, and Mm -hmm. when you go into a place like that and you're not a woman, it can be really intimidating. To me, it's intimidating because I don't want to take over this safe space if that's what it is. But at the same time. I enjoy femininity. I enjoy feminine aspects. Um, and I just always have. I've always been attracted to that. Um, when you' when your family was doing like big events or like like a holiday party, I'm, I'm thinking Thanksgiving for myself here, but for you, when your family was doing, you know, here, we're going to put out a large meal. Was all the men like watching sports in one room on the TV, and all the women in the kitchen cooking and
0: preparing the meal? As a, as an adult or as a child?
1: As a child.
0: Okay, as an a child. Typically, yeah. My my dad did a lot of the cooking. Oh, okay. Uh, my mom my mom was a waitress for a long time, so usually mm-hmm. she was working on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. or even Christmas. So my dad mm-hmm. usually did the meal okay um, but you know he would still a cowboys fan so <laughs> cowboy game was on he was watching the cowboy game my brother was also you know watching the Cowboys um, as an adult I was I wasn't a whole lot of male energy in the house mm-hmm. uh, I usually hosted mm-hmm. my house uh, it was my ex-wife and I I tend to uh, tended to keep myself busy and and kind of distracted i guess
1: yeah. so I, I don't know everyone
0: kind of did their own thing but I, I usually just kept distracted and stayed out of the way
1: my my family was very a very clear cut of the women did the meal prep and the men watch sporting games and mm. uh i hated I, I mean i'm not i'm not a sport I, i'm there's, I can enjoy sports. I enjoy them more if I'm in person. But I like just sitting there and watching them on TV makes me really bored. Um, unless it's a really, really good game. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any exceptions to that. I can definitely watch baseball easier, but that's something that like I still prefer to be in person. Um,
0: I can only watch baseball in person. Yeah. Watching on TV is so fucking boring to me. Oh my gosh.
1: I can't, I I know, I know this is probably blaspheming, but I can't stand football because it's like five seconds of action and then like 20 minutes of commentary between plays. It just feels like it takes forever for anything to actually happen. I like hockey. Hockey's not bad. But, but like, I never, I'm not so into it that I could sit there for hours on end watching football on Thanksgiving Day. So I would go into the kitchen and I'd help the women prepare the meal. And I, you know, got some grief from it from my cousins and stuff. But now I'm now I know how to prepare a lot of the dishes and things like that. And, and I've always enjoyed cooking. So it's been something that I that's one of my favorite hobbies is probably cooking. So
0: mm, what what's your favorite thing to cook?
1: Um, on a day to day basis, my favorite <laughs> thing to cook is i've got two in my head so oh okay i'll go with this one um i do a wonderful potato gnocchi with like a red sauce so uh, i make it completely from scratch uh, um for both well yeah from base ingredients for both the sauce and the gnocchi pasta itself which is little potato dough
0: pastas Um, i have never had gnocchi
1: oh it's so good um it's how wild favorite. is that? that 35 is pretty years wild. old.
0: Never had it. Uh,
1: I I judge Italian restaurants by how good the gnocchi is, because I loved it for so long and now I can make it. And making it yourself is it's a little bit of a it's not it's on a on a weeknight, like if I'm really busy, I'll just make the sauce and throw in pasta from a box.
0: But if I have time can, then I can make that. Can you make a bunch of those like ahead of time and just freeze them?
1: You can you can cook them ahead of time and they sit, stay in the fridge for a couple days also. So I do that. Um, we grow we have a small garden and we tend to have a lot of basil. So we tend to have um, uh, oh, what I just totally blanked on me the uh, pesto sauce. So we do pesto sauce with it also. So, but uh, yeah, for for. That's one of my favorites. But I also do, in the summertime, I do a lot of um, grilling. So I, but I do like Brazilian steakhouse kind of like cuts of meat and. Uh, do the do the picanha? A little bit. Yes. A little that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And then, and I'm surprised I didn't say this first. So, but every week I do like pork tacos with uh, like my homemade black beans and I make my own salsa and my own guacamole and once a week I do that. So it's not taco Tuesdays, it's Wednesdays, but it's similar. Oh, well we're going we're going to your house
0: from Wednesdays for yeah. dinner.
1: If we get together uh, I'll make you tacos.
0: <laughs> so when you make uh this is kind of a dumb question, but whatever I'm asking yeah. anyway. Are you a spicy guac or a non-spicy guac person?
1: Uh I am a creamy non-spicy guac because i see the guac is one of the things that can cut the heat for salsa i like it to be spicier
0: so do you add like sour cream to make it creamier
1: <laughs> i just found out about that trick the other day and i was like but no i don't i usually use lime juice and cilantro and avocados
0: You're mm. a cilantro person
1: yes you I like don't. It doesn't taste like soap to me. But I have accidentally made a salad out of cilantro instead of watercress, and so I'm not exactly a huge fan of it either. Because that burned mm-hmm. me out on it.
0: <laughs> I, I do a pretty simple guac. Like I do, um, just avocados, of course. Mm-hmm. And I'll you know smash them I'm like not too not too smash because I like them a little chunky. Mm-hmm. Uh, squirt lime like fresh lime juice first. Mm-hmm. Get that all mixed up so it doesn't get all brown. Do like some. If I'm doing poor, I always call it poor man's guac. Mm-hmm. It's just the avocado, the lime juice, uh, salt and pepper, and like fresh ground pepper. Mm-hmm. And that's like that's like bare minimum poor man's guac. And I might do some cumin. Throw some cumin. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, a little bit um, of
1: that really helps.
0: If I'm going all out, it just isn't even much different. It's the same mm-hmm. recipe. You just add some tomato and mm-hmm. onion. Yeah, you just dice <laughs> up the tomato and an onion. Maybe- Maybe some garlic, like some yeah, fresh and garlic. Yeah, I was
1: going to say garlic is the other thing that I tend to throw in there also. And then, yeah, and then you get the chips. And the, the trick with salsa and guacamole is to tell whether or not you've salted it or seasoned it enough is to taste it with a chip because that's how it's almost always eaten. And the saltiness from the chip can actually make it more overpowering
0: than if you tried it by itself. That's probably my problem. <laughs> There you go. I haven't, I haven't made I haven't made quok <laughs> in a long time. I haven't really cooked in like ugh, at least since I moved. It's kind of it, sad.
1: Uh, I I've been watching a lot of Queer Eye, and so maybe I'm being I'm channeling uh, uh, Anthony or something like that. But a nice home cooked meal might might be just what you need every now and again.
0: Probably. I haven't really had. I think the last time I had like a good home cooked meal, it's probably Thanksgiving around Thanksgiving I think. Yeah, I don't know, somewhere around there. Yeah, we
1: we were ordering out a lot the first well, not not right away in the pandemic, but like once everyone kind of calmed down a little bit and it was okay, we started ordering in a lot of food and then we realized like one this is expensive and two it's not as good. <laughs> so I've been doing a lot of meals and things like that. Um
0: That's fun. Yeah, I, I was doing that a lot. Um it's like two years ago now. Seems like yeah. forever.
1: It seems like forever. It's been it I can't believe we're going into like we're gonna start year three of all this. Um I, and in all honesty, I mean I'm I'm on the East Coast, so like we don't get the best avocados out here. By the time they get out to us, they're like squishy a lot of times or very underripe.
0: So I, I just got to leave them in the just leave them in the bag for a couple days. You are to throw a banana in there.
1: <laughs> I'm going to try that cuz I always seem to miss them by like a day or so. It's like, oh, they've, they've gone off. For, dang it this one wasn't ripe yet. And then once you
0: get it to where you like it, throw it in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Just let it just leave it.
1: I'm going to definitely try that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like once once it's out of ripeness you like and you know you haven't cut it yet, you haven't got to it, just throw it in the fridge, it'll be good. So what's your favorite meal? My favorite meal? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um I don't know if I really have a favorite. Okay. Um probably my go to though would be like I like fajitas. Okay. I like fajitas, like this is like chicken steak. <laughs> So if, if pork is on the menu, I'll do pork. Yeah. Like pork feet are my favorite, but you, just, you never see them. Yeah. Um, I like steak or chicken. It, it, if I'm making them, it doesn't really matter. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever I make, I like. Um, if I'm going somewhere, it just really depends on where. Because sometimes the chicken's not great. Sometimes the steak's not great.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so I usually do a combo. Okay. Play, I, play I it com- safe. I completely agree with you with. If it's on the menu, I order the pork. Um, I just find that it tastes so much better. But Oh, yeah. like You never see it, though. It's like, yeah. When I see it, I'm like, okay, I'm getting that. Yeah. Yeah. We found a place recently that does that.
1: My, mine was, Mine's the Gnocchi. If I'm at an Italian restaurant, they have that. My, my wife will say, "Up, oh, I know what you're getting.
0: I'm like, yep, that's what I'm getting. Unless it's a place I know where they don't do good ones. Well, but, uh, next yeah. time I get Italian, I'll... If I see gnocchi, I'll get gnocchi. Yeah, it's. I'm sure I will, but yeah, yeah it, it's.
1: If it's too if it's too firm or if it's not, it should like be really soft and delicate and flavorful. So I, I love it. all to find <laughs> talk too much um about gnocchi and not enough about makeup.
0: <laughs> no, that's fine. I don't mind. Um I mean, I talked with Claire about Korean barbecue for about thirty minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think, there's not a lot of I'm trying to think of like Italian places around me. There's, um, of course, there's like Olive Garden, and there's like a old spaghetti factory or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm sure there's like some smaller places around, but I just don't.
1: Mm-hmm. I can't there's... picture them in my head. Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm. a lot of the places around us, we've been trying to keep the restaurants open, open, at least from our end, by ordering regularly and trying to support our favorites. But we've had our favorite Italian place closed, our favorite mm-hmm. place closed, and it's, we were, and that was upsetting. But then we, I found out they're putting a Popeye's in to where our favorite Italian place was. I was like, oh, come on. Huh? Could we at least get like another Italian place, or you would get a Fazoli's?
0: Yeah, that's probably the most Italian that I've had. I had Fazoli's for lunch the other day, and that was the first Italian I've had in like. Besides, like, had a pizza, and mm-hmm. I don't even really consider that. And that's uh, that's that's barely Italian nowadays. <laughs> it's it's sure truth, not a fucking sandwich. Thing. Yeah. Uh, it came in a giant flat box. It's not a sandwich, I'm sorry. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I haven't had Italian in a while. I'll have to, I'll have to try to look for it. Say I'm bad because anytime like, anyone's wanting food, I'm like, uh, Mexican sounds good. So, I, I don't know. I guess that's my that's my go-to. Just, just Mexican in general. Yeah. So, uh, I want to go back to... Your story, okay, and let's throw some some possible movie suggestions out of it. I want to I pitch this movie, okay. So who 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 would you have play yourself?
1: I'm so bad with actors. I'm gonna have to like go and look stuff up right now. I don't.
0: I gave you ample time, plenty of you time. You did. You though.
1: gave me lots of time, and I totally did like I did in school and wait to the absolute last second to do the research. Um,
0: Actors. Uh, uh, this person, Tom uh, Hanks.
1: Yeah, anyone. Tom Hanks. He could probably do it, but I think he might be a little too old for the for the role. Um, uh, bosom Buddies, Tom Hanks. Yeah, Bosom Buddies, Tom Hanks. I used I watched the reruns of that. It was. It still blows my mind when I think of like, gosh, he's come, he came so far.
0: He really has. They each had to get stranded on an island, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Have a, survive a plane crash and... Rip a tooth out with a skate.
1: (laughs) Grew up prematurely. Saved a spaceship. Uh, I think I have, so... I was thinking Tom Holland. That's who I said at the very beginning. But I'm actually starting mm-hmm. to think that... I mean, if I, I could have my pick... Um, I think I'd go for... Um, uh, is it Timothy Chalmett, The from Dune? He plays Paul Atreides.
0: I'm sure. Yeah, I'm just going to say that. Yeah, that works.
1: I'm going to... And then... See, I'm trying to think of like a younger cast because uh, it was much earlier in my life. So let me see. I need.
0: Um, I mean, you can. They can be any age. I've seen actors. Yeah, let's
1: go. Let's go with that. We'll go with the any age group. So I'm going to go with. Uh, uh, my friend wasn't this annoying. Wasn't that annoying? But I'm going to go with Rebel Wilson because I think she could channel my friend. Um oh gosh, might uh and let me see I'm totally not typing in names here uh. uh you know what's really not I mean, helping is the fact that I'm totally blanking on all actors' names. I'm not no, i have not been with somebody that goes and um uh been like a huge celebrity follower either.
0: Um well I'm drawing blanks too, or I'd be throwing some out. Yeah. I'm trying keep to keep thinking think of it. like I keep thinking of like naked gun. Like, I keep <laughs> thinking Steven of Wilson. like no, Les- I keep thinking of movies from around that time period and uh.
1: I don't know why Nick Offerman maybe for my for my guy friend that they propose first that he goes because I could see him doing the growth. like no 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 me no, <laughs> which is funny because he like apparently has like dreadlocks and things like that when he's not doing it or preparing for a role. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. let me see. Oh gosh. See, I don't want to like. There's all I don't want to put actors into the bad guy roles either.
0: Someone's got to play a bad guy.
1: Somebody's got to play the bad guy. I don't know who would play the bad guy. Sometimes
0: they're good at it, you know? Could be that kid from Karate Kid. Could be the asshole in that one movie. I don't know. Could be the the bad guy from... I don't know. I can't even think of bad movies. I can't think of movies right now. My mind is blank.
1: I'm trying to think of like '90s, like stereotypical '90s villain movies, like uh, teen teen movies with like, like the bro kind of guys. Um. The the hat backwards, the shaved head, white t shirt, cargo pants, or uh, really wide shorts, or something like that. With a really wide leg uh, jeans.
0: Oh no, I'm what's totally wrong with jorts?
1: <laughs> I like jorts. <laughs> um,
0: so was all the George Jort hate. Jordans leggings, man. I don't know why.
1: I leggings leggings are amazing.
0: Just all these haters. That's all it is. Yeah. Like, don't get keep on my clothing choice.
1: Yeah. Exactly. There, um, there's a lot of,
0: yeah, I don't, I'm struggling here. <laughs> okay. We can, we can stop. We can stop. Yeah. Normally I would be throwing some out, but I'm just,
1: I'm totally my drawing a blank. So. Like I
0: have images in my head and I'm like, I
1: don't know any actors that look that part. And I know that that's part of the thing of actors is they can transform themselves but I'm totally blanking on it. Well
0: whenever we have a unsolved mysteries update, we'll okay. make sure we do we'll do the actors.
1: <laughs> sounds sounds fair. I'll be more prepared for uh, next time. That's
0: funny. funny. It'd be you funny, just funny just if listen, you know, it was episode. like
1: was playing me and it was like they turned it into bumbling like Totally doesn't look the part, but is totally like not clocked. And Mr. Magoo's style. Yeah. But yeah.
0: It could work. It I could work. See it working. Yeah, I'd like it. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, let's see. I um, guess we could do these cards if you want to do these cards. All right, let's do let's do something you got me Talking about you got me hungry. Talking about gnocchi. I haven't eaten. Yeah, I'm, today. I'm getting hungry too. And I honestly I didn't even eat any dinner last night because I like I got home and I was so freaking exhausted, and it was so windy outside. Like I didn't even want to get out of my house. Mm-hmm. It was like late in the bed, and the next thing I know, it's like three in the morning, and everything outside just tore apart. And I'm like, ugh, now I can go get food now.
1: I've been, anyway, yeah, I know the feeling that we, we ordered in last night from ugh, Domino's because there was no Italian near us anymore. And it was like, this is so disappointing. <laughs> After all that, no, no gnocchi on the menu. No gnocchi at all on the menu.
0: They have pasta, though, right? They do.
1: But it's like the pasta of sadness.
0: <laughs> sometimes you
1: do what you got to do. Sometimes, yeah, so, and sometimes you just want a McDonald's cheeseburger, so
0: i totally get that Mm -hmm. all right i'm gonna lay out five of these cards and then if you pick a number one through five i will pick the card and choose from them okay so let's see here i'm going
1: to go with three because it just popped in my head three okay
0: Mm -hmm. Ooh, this is a good one
1: all right if hit me with If you could
0: could change okay, if you could change the world effortlessly, how would you change it right now?
1: Oh man. This is so similar to Giselle's ending questions. It Uh, It immediately made me think of it too. So the way I would change it is that I don't think it would be a cure for everybody. I think but I think if it was just we were a little less isolated in our own bubbles and had the opportunity to talk to more people and see how they live and realize that we're not really that different from one another. I think it would do a great job in reducing the amount of fear and make us realize that uh, we're we're really we're all really the same inside and we should be working more together and less against each other um, I'm I'm thinking of I forget who said it but there was a, a quote by a historian that said if the uh, the soldiers uh, tended to in World War one tended to be show more sympathy to each other than their um, generals wanted and that's because they could, Relate more with the soldier on the other side than with the general and i feel like that's that the problem right now is that we have a lot of people that are forgetting that we're all very similar deep down inside we just all want to be happy and you know i'm not going to shove this my 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 cross-dressing down people's throats um, but at the same time, I don't want them to cross, uh, to to th- shove down my throat their. Um, you're sending in my religion. Talk, because mm-hmm. I don't subscribe to that. But if people aren't hurting you, or if you, you aren't causing pain or anguish to other people, what what's the harm in doing what you enjoy and makes you happy? That's a long yeah, answer. I think I got there.
0: <laughs> eh, you know, it's a shorter answer than the other one from the warm up. <laughs> from the warm up,
1: <laughs> and
0: from trying to no, figure out. Good. I, I, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's the next question. Yeah. Um, which actor would you do from? <laughs> <laughs>
1: which actor would no, play you um... in your life
0: story? <laughs> oh, that's easy, Brad Pitt. I'm
1: just kidding. Oh yeah, yeah. Brad Pitt. Why did I say Brad Pitt? Dang it! (laughs) Oh my god, I'm just suddenly thinking like Tom Cruise for like my female friend, just to see him in the park.
0: (laughs) Oh, I thought you were gonna say for yourself. Are you like hanging out of an airplane doing this? I'm too tall. We need a taller. I
1: am six foot. Six foot. Oh, you're short. Yeah, I'd be short with you. short. I'll just have to wear taller heels.
0: Then I'll just wear my heels. <laughs>
1: Didn't know it was a that Always happens.
0: I'll do an update. You know, I wear my heels. When I wear my heels, my friends wear their heels. And they're like, damn, why'd you wear your heels? I'm wearing my heels today. And I'm like, oh, excuse me. To coordinate better. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah. Well, cool, cool. Um,. Do you have anything else you want to add. You want to promote or
1: uh, no? People I people find wanna, you. I'll, you can find me on the Cross Yes Discord. Um, uh, I am on Reddit. I am uh, Jess Rock. Uh, Jess Rocks there. I'm totally blanking on it. That's terrible. I should know my person my uh, my handles off the top of my head.
0: I don't know mine either. Uh, <laughs> i don't know mine
1: either but yeah that yeah i I'm, i use them all the time but i don't remember the exact I'm n- i don't have an instagram right now well i do but it, there's nothing there so it's not worth going and checking out it's just rock baby there you go on reddit so you can find me there uh, i believe it's the same one for instagram but again nothing's there and you can find me on cross yes that's probably where i'm most active uh shout out to all the lovelies there
0: Cool, cool. Thanks, thanks. yeah, uh, yeah we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for setting us on up here and being reaching my out to you. Of course, course. Um, I'd love to have you another time if this is uh, anyone likes listening to me somewhat ramble. I didn't, I wouldn't rambly too rambly this time. But that's no, cool. No, no, I, I like listening to fine. stories. Uh, yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this and Hopefully, Jess had a good time. Yes, I had a lot of fun. Thank you, Billy. You're very welcome. Till next time. Yep. Bye. Bye. Hey, y'all are back. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this first episode. And thanks for bearing with me for any technical difficulties or any bad editing or maybe bad conversation I might have or lack of music or whatever Uh, this is clearly a work in progress this is my first time doing an edit job on any of this so bear with me please 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 Um, we do have some pretty exciting things coming up in the future I think but again bear with me it's going to take some time. I'm not a robot. And I work a full-time job. So, you know, it takes time. You know, if if, um, if you'd like to reach out and tell me your story, that'd be cool. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to get to know you. Or, you know, even if you've been a previous guest and you want to talk to me, reach out. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to get to know you more. Uh, you can find me on instagram under my name is billy rain four that's spelled b-i-l-l-i-e-r-a-i-n the number four you can also find me on the cross yas podcast instagram or even the cross yas discord uh seriously if you're not on the discord why not get on there um come find me come talk to me and you know don't forget to breathe have fun see you later bye